morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, the 14th day of October 2021. My name, that would be Nick. And ladies and gentlemen, I give you Big J. Ta-da! Very nice. Poof. <laughs> like some sort of magician. Yeah. Uh, in and out of your consciousness every single morning, that's what Big J does to you. Hopefully he makes you feel better. How are like you feeling? A, like a damn ghost. Oh my God. Very uh, Halloween. Good, man. Feeling yeah. good, yeah. Anything special on the Big J agenda for Wednesday night? <clears throat> um, no, not really, man. I need a hobby or something. Uh, well, may I suggest Lego building? It's a, a great idea. I got my, oh, man, I got my Austin Martins in my little office. Yeah? Looks good. Uh, I would like another uh, picture of it, like if the completed. Do you want me to bring? I, I here's the thing. It is so delicate, man. You touch this thing and it wants to just fall apart. Well, leave it where it is. Just take some pictures of it. Okay. Because uh, I saw the one once it completed, but it was like an Instagram story, so it was like fleeting. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I meant to actually. I was thinking about putting together <clears throat> a oh. little video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because the the seat, you know, it's from the first it's from Doctor No. No. Dr. Julius No, of course. <laughs> Dr. Julius No. Nobody ever called him that. But uh, the seat, there's an ejector seat, and it's right. built into the thing, and it pops out. So I think you, one of the stories that you did showed that. Yeah. The Instagram story showed it popping out. But you're afraid that once it pops out, getting it back in may, may make the whole thing fall no, apart? No, it's easy or? to get. Oh, okay. So it's sturdy, too. No, it's, it's not sturdy. <laughs> it is not sturdy. <laughs> All right, listen. Don't touch it. Just take a video of it. Because I don't want, you know, my suggestion to lead to its demise. I just want to Well, I know how to fix it now. Okay. Intimately. I mean, almost automatically. I know how to fix most of the stuff that goes wrong. I just know how proud you are of it, and I'd like to see uh, more Lego content, I guess is what I'm asking. (laughs) Okay. Whenever you're ready. I'm on it. On the agenda for the show today, Big J will give you a nerd alert. We are going to talk about things that will give you concert tickets to The Who. That show is coming up a week from today, ladies and gentlemen, at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. Very excited for that. I actually can confirm it is official, Big J. The Who is coming in for an exit. Yeah. I talked to their tour manager, Dan, last night. We had a really good conversation. Uh, The band is excited. We are going to have all six members of the band in here performing acoustically. The band is bringing in their interpreter, Big J, because they do not speak English, but they want to have an interview with you. Wait, I have to do an interview with them via an interpreter? Yes. That's fantastic. That might clean up some of my problems. (laughs) It may be the best interview you've ever done. Yeah. Uh, and so, yes, that's going to happen, and then or they're going to be the worst thing that's ever happened. Either <laughs> way, you're all going to be entertained. We will stream it live on Facebook. It'll be live on the air as well. Uh, there will not be an audience uh, here for this particular yeah. performance, as requested by the band, but we want to have this acoustic performance happen because, listen, I think it is official. We were the very first radio station in the United States to play the hoop. I mean, I can't say for sure because you just never know. Right. But, but uh, we did it before they were signed by a label. Uh, it was It was a track that you sought out and actually paid to download and then put it on the radio, which is, you know, how things used to work before labels and singles were released. And so I know that the band remembers that because that is something that uh, the tour manager mentioned to me yesterday. So they are not doing a lot of these acoustic things, but it means a lot to them when people go out on limbs and remember that kind of stuff. And so it is cool that it's happening. And so it's something that you want to tune into. It's going to happen. The band's expected to show up around noon or so. They're coming from Salt Lake. And then as soon as they get plugged in and ready to go, we're going to go live on the radio. So sometime between noon and 12.15. 
15 or so, I would say, is when that particular X session will take place on both Facebook and YouTube and the X on the radio. So make sure you do it. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I just wanted to get that out there. So let's get started with some music. We'll start with some Alice in Chains this morning. It is Rooster here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Yesterday, the West Ada School District got together, held a special board meeting to discuss COVID-19 protocols for the remainder of the school year. And on indicators that will be used to make decisions on returning a mask optional environment, according to the district website, the school board members did not take any action until late Last night, around 10.30 p.m., the Board of Trustees, that's long after you've closed your eyes to go to sleep, Big J. The Board of Trustees voted on establishing criteria that had to be met in order for the board to make face masks optional. But they unanimously approved the following. Masks will continue to be required in classrooms. When positive cases are identified within the school in lieu of contact tracing, the district will provide notification to all students and parents from the classrooms that positive cases have attended. Uh, They will only revisit this if and when we get out of the crisis care system in the hospitals, which were still in effect here in the state of Idaho. They also need to make sure that the uh, vaccine is okay and safe for kids 5 to 11, which they're currently working on, FDA style. And a couple other things have to be in full effect before they'll do it. So basically nothing changes uh, if you are dealing with the West Ada School District. Your kids have had to wear masks in classrooms that will continue uh, until further notice is basically what the school board decided last night. Took them forever, but that's what they figured out last night. So nothing changes because even though there has been a slight dip in cases, ICUs are still packed. Kids are still getting COVID, all that kind of stuff. So nothing will change. That's just the way it's going to go moving forward. Phoenix Mercury defeated the Chicago Sky last night, 91-86 in overtime to even up the best of five at WNBA Finals in one game each. Brittany Griner had a hell of a game, 29 points for the Mercury. Uh, Diana Taurasi had 20 points, eight of them in overtime. Game three Friday in Chicago. And it's official, Big J. This whole Harrison Ford shoulder surgery thing is a little bit more serious than they thought. Uh, it's taking him forever to heal from the surgery, and he's had to drop out of yet another movie because he's got to finish this Indiana Jones thing he's working on. So he has decided to step back from Amazon's The Burial, and it has been announced that his fugitive co-star, Tommy Lee Jones, will replace him in the movie. Apparently, uh, Tommy Lee Jones now will star alongside Jamie Foxx in a film about a bankrupt funeral homeowner who sues a rival businessman over a handshake deal gone wrong, which sounds riveting. Uh, well, one thing is for sure, they needed another old guy. That's right. Some curmudgeon old dude had to be in this uh, role. Clint Eastwood too old and not <laughs> directing. So Right. And I think Clint Eastwood has an HBO uh, deal, which is another probably bump in the road. But Tommy Lee Jones, free to be your a-hole if you need it. And he is taking over for Harrison Ford in that particular role. So uh, no idea when that will start filming, but we just know that Harrison Ford is going to have to bow out because his shoulder is still bothering him. So there's that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. And Call of Duty has officially announced the name of its upcoming anti-cheat initiative developed specifically for its popular shooter called Ricochet. This is a multifaceted approach designed to combat cheating using kernel-level monitors. 
Going forward, Ricochet will be required to play Call of Duty Warzone on PC. Compared to user-level applications with limited access to computers, kernel-level drivers will allow for more sophisticated counters to cheats, and Ricochet will not be always on. And Activision says that the driver will shut down when you exit a game and only turn back on when you start a new game. Activision also says that Ricochet only examines processes that interact with Call of Duty Warzone, and while it uh, won't completely eliminate cheating, it's a stronger anti-cheat than Activision has utilized previously. Does this mean we're going to get a cover of the Ice T song that was featured in the Denzel Washington movie yeah. Ricochet? Yeah, it, it should be. I hope so. It'd be a good idea. Either way, uh, something a lot of players have been uh, calling for, and this again is mostly um, on PCs where all the the uh, the cheaters and hackers are. Where it's easy to mod stuff. Yes. Uh, Ubisoft has delayed the first test of its Ghost Recon game already. <laughs> just a few weeks after its reveal, the closed technical test for uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Frontline has been delayed indefinitely. And Ubisoft announced on Wednesday, uh, that was yesterday, they, they said the delay was extremely vague, offering no reason other than the delay was the best choice and that the development team is dedicated to creating the best experience possible. Yeah. Uh, they just can't get this right. And uh, not only that, but I mean, I think sometimes there's just, you know, companies with these uh, properties are so risk adverse uh, that, you know, there was a pretty decent backlash from the community after the reveal of that. So they're like, oh, hey, maybe we need to go back to the drawing board. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Voodoo uh, is now available on Oculus Quest and Quest 2 headsets. Fandango's free streaming service includes both paid and ad-supported content with today's, uh, or yesterday's launch, I should say. You can rent and buy more than 200,000 titles through the storefront, including recent releases like Black Widow, Jungle Cruise. Additionally, there are hundreds of 3D movies you can watch on Oculus Quest 2 headsets. Notable inclusions on that front include Venom, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Mad Max Free Road, among others. And uh, Nick, I have a Quest 2. And I've been checking this out. So next week, I will give a review of uh, Voodoo on, on on the Quest 2. Interesting, because you're not a fan of 3D movies, which uh, well, they I, I don't, would it think... just doesn't have to be a 3D movie. But then, what would be the immersive part of the VR? Oh, it's thing? it's just it's completely it's just it's like uh, an IMAX right in your face. Uh, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Right. So I'll give a review and see how it goes uh, next week. Now, one last thing here: Disney and Lucasfilm have teased a Star Wars video game announcement for December as part of a publishing campaign that will reveal new Star Wars products every Tuesday for the rest of the year. They do this here the last couple of years. Nick and announced uh, on the official Star Wars website, the companies have launched their Bring Home the Bounty campaign, which will see new Star Wars toys, collectibles, books, apparel, and more revealed on every on a weekly basis now until the end of December. So that'll come out, I think, every Tuesday. All right. Get ready to spend more money on Star Wars stuff. Yay! Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And maybe, just maybe, you can use superstition to your advantage. Oh? It might help you score a set of seats to yourself on your next flight, at least according to Chelsea Dickinson. She runs a website called CheapHolidayExpert.com. And she was trying to explain to people how maybe, just maybe, or at least the best chances for you to have a row by yourself on an airplane. And she says the secret is to basically take advantage of other people's superstitions. She says that if you're traveling with somebody else and you want a row to yourself... Book a window and an aisle seat with your, whoever you're flying with in row number 13. Because, superstition, 13 people think is an unlucky number. It's not a popular row. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, according to CheapHolidayExpert.com, row 13 is almost always the last row to fill up on an airplane. The theory is passengers are less likely to book a seat in between two strangers, so obviously the middle seat isn't exactly a huge, you know, want to be in position. And they're even less likely to book 13 because the believing is the number is unlucky. So there's that. And that could be the way that you get a little bit of extra space on a flight someplace. Although, you know, I can't remember the last time I flew and I had an open space next to me. Well, you recently for, flew. It wasn't for a lack of trying. No, 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 no. Uh, we, we've strategized many times doing the aisle. But when it's, a, when it's a full flight, there's nothing you can do. That's what I'm saying. I've been on nothing but full flights, it feels like. You flew recently. Did you have any space? I mean, you had your family, so probably not I had not plenty right. of space. I was in first class. Oh, that's right. You were high society it up. I Suckers. Forgot. Big J doesn't go anywhere unless he's got... But yes, there were some open seats, especially oh. on the flight back. Nice. That's good. Congratulations to Alex Ovechkin. He scored his 731st and 732nd career goal in his team's 5-1 win over the Rangers last night. That moves him into fifth place all-time on the NHL's goal list in the season-opening game for the Caps. So congratulations. He also saw Washington rookie Hendricks Lapierre score his first goal in an NHL game, too. So Capitals off to a good start. Alex Ovechkin, good at hockey. But, Jay, uh, there's no denying it. Ted Lasso is a very popular television show on Apple+. Plus. You understand that, right? Uh, what's the matter? So it's about soccer. Even a show, a comedy about a sport you yeah. don't like? You yeah, no, no I don't care. I don't care if he was a football coach that now is, is wrangled into being a, a soccer coach. Uh, so do you hate Ryan Reynolds now, too, because I he do. was a soccer I hate team? him. Okay, just making sure we're running this line all the way through. Uh, but if Ted Lasso returns for a fourth season, you can say goodbye to the gang at AFC Richmond. According to showrunner Bill Lawrence, he was talking to a Hollywood reporter and said that all of the current character storylines will conclude at the end of season three. If the show continues beyond that, Jason Sudeikis' character will be surrounded by a whole new cast. So that's interesting. I don't know if that's news to all the other cast members of the show, but that would, now. Be, that would be a crappy way to find out if that were the case. Also, why? I don't know why. I mean, this seems to be have a pretty good thing going here. And if it's, he's successful as a coach, you'd think he'd stick around with the other players unless he gets fired or something. Who knows? Or it goes back to football, like real football. Either way, uh, it is season three is when it all wraps up. Now, they just concluded season two on Apple+. Plus. Season three has already gotten the green light, so you know you're going to get at least that. But they don't even know if the show is going to continue past season three. But if it does, look for a whole new cast outside of Jason. So that's interesting. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Phoenix, Arizona is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Yeah. Breaking news. We live in interesting times. Yeah, uh, we do. Especially when it comes to businesses that are looking for employees. I don't think this is anything that you guys are unaware of, but right now there are a shortage of people that want to do kind of menial labor jobs. You understand? Right. They're not exactly tripping over themselves to get those eleven hour, eleven dollar an hour jobs that uh, involve a lot of serious labor and that kind of stuff. And so these companies that have relied on these kind of workforces for a while are struggling. And I believe that maybe this has a correlation. This is just me jumping to conclusions. But I'm guessing that that's why the, the situation like this happens is because businesses aren't really able to go through the whole 
process, I think, sometimes of finding out whether or not somebody would be a really an honest-to-goodness good fit with their company. They're just like, we need more bodies to put out our product as quickly as possible. Let's bring people through the door. And you never know when that somebody that is now working next to you is out of their damn mind, Big J. Well, there might be some signs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you this. Spoiler alert for this story. There were no signs. Oh. But it involves 41-year-old Jay Chase, who recently got a job working at a metal company on 7th Avenue and Broadway in Phoenix, Arizona, which is essentially downtown Phoenix. And uh, according to pretty much everybody that works at this particular business, it was just a regular day around the metal factory when Jay grabbed a metal wire and wrapped it around the neck of one of his co-workers, causing him to struggle to breathe. The victim and Case then fell backwards, where a couple of people started to kick Case in the face before co-workers came up to help pull him off of the victim, the potential victim. According to court documents, the victim has no idea why Case attacked him. He says he's never had any problems with him before. He also had it, as a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever spoken to the guy. And two witnesses told police that the two co-workers had, quote, minimal contact and were unaware of any issues the two men had ever had. But one witness told officers that he was sitting in his office when he heard Case start to kind of talk to himself. And he thought that was weird. He started to walk outside. And next thing you know, before he walked up to the victim, all he heard was, I'm going to kill you before he grabbed the metal wire and rolled it around this dude's neck. A second witness told police he heard the commotion. He saw Case choking the victim before dropping him to the ground. While the victim was on the ground, Case continued to hold him down and continued to choke him with a metal wire, by the way. The witnesses said that uh, they believe that if they did not step in and pull Case off the guy, he would have killed the other man. He was, he did calmly walk out of the business after he was pulled off the victim without saying anything to anybody. He was caught up uh, and arrested Tuesday in Tempe. And as of right now, Big J, he hasn't said a single word to the police. He, he, like, fully doing, like, the silent treatment. Yeah, well, you have the right to remain silent. Yeah, and he's using that right. Uh, and it appears he's used that right pretty much ever since he started to work there. So the idea is that basically this guy, I don't know if he just wanted to kill somebody or something happened or something snapped in his brain or whatever. But he turned from employee to attempted murderer pretty quick, Big J. Well, maybe a, say hi to your coworker every now and then. <laughs> you think that's the difference? Yeah, there? yeah. All right. But what if you get a bad vibe out of somebody? I mean, do you want to introduce yourself into that world? I know I don't. I mean, at least, you know, try to get on their good side. All right. Be their friend. Maybe that'll save you in the end. Oh, he was nice to me. He was the one guy that I don't need I to take a metal wire to. Yeah, I there, won't decapitate him. There's a fine line between wanting to choke your coworkers and actually choking your coworkers, everybody, in case you're curious. One of them is very much a crime. Yeah, I would have been dead a long time ago. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Want to go to Monster Jam? We'll give you a chance next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Red Hot Chili Peppers in Californication here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The time has come. If you want to play truck or no truck, it's time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. And you will win a pair of tickets to what, Big J? Uh, to Monster Jam, man. We have got tickets. Uh, we got a pair here for you for, for the Friday showing uh, at 7 p.m. 
Beautiful. So if you want to go, now will be the time to get on the phone and play with us. I'm going to give you three potential monster truck names. Some of them are actual monster trucks that are touring on the Monster Jam circuit. Others are just complete anomalies that I have made up off the top of my dome. That's what you need to figure out. You get two out of three correct, and boom, we're hooking you up with Monster Jam tickets. And you'll be qualified for that pit pass for Saturday for a family four-pack to enjoy the monster truck action up close and personal. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant and see if we can find ourselves a winner. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning. You ready to play truck or no truck, sir? All righty. Wonderful. What's your name? Chris. Chris, the first truck, Big Chief. Is that a real monster truck, or is that just a truck that I have made up? Big Chief. Uh, a truck you made up. A truck I made up. Wrong. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. Big Chief is an actual Monster Jam truck. So you got to get the next two right, Chris. I'm rooting for you, okay? All right. Deck of Cars. Is Deck of Cars a real truck or a fake truck? Let's go fake truck. Fake truck is correct. Right. It all comes <laughs> down to this. Is 52 car pickup a real truck or a fake monster truck? 52 car pickup. Uh, let's go fake again. Right. That is correct. Good job, Good job man. Way to go. Yeah. Congratulations. That is a fake truck, Chris. You're going to go check out Monster Jam coming up next Friday. You're also going to be qualified for that grand prize and that wonderful, awesome pit pass. Way to go. That is truck or no truck, courtesy of our friends at Monster Jam. And that is Big J's idea. little cold chamber as your backup Batman. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will play Truck or No Truck once again tomorrow for some more Monster Jam tickets. We've got important stuff on the way. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Getting COVID-19 is a quick and easy process for a lot of people. And Penn State researchers say that more than half of the 236 million people who've been diagnosed with COVID-19 worldwide since December of 2019 will experience post-COVID symptoms. These are known as long COVID for up to six months after recovering. During their illness, many COVID-19 sufferers experience symptoms like tiredness, difficulty breathing, chest pain, sore joints, loss of taste or smell. Researchers analyzed data and found that COVID-19 survivors experienced an array of residual health issues, complicated their general well-being, their mobility, or their organ systems. Overall, one in two survivors experienced long-term COVID symptoms. That's 50%. Usually from one month to more than six months after the initial illness. Researchers say early intervention will be critical for improving the quality of life for many of those survivors. And these long-term health conditions may increase demand for medical care over the years and could overwhelm the health system again. They add that their findings could help shape treatment plans to improve care for the survivors and establish integrated evidence-based clinical management for those affected. But that's not the only issue they found. They also found that people are testing positive once they have it for longer than the initial two to ten days, two weeks to ten days that they had said that is the usual symptoms. Now, it's not always the case, but it's happening more and more often. These long COVID symptoms are usually coupled with longer positive tests and positive cases lasting a little bit longer than usual. So something to keep an eye out for. And you had residual effects down the road, right? 
Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I felt that way. I certainly can say that my oldest daughter has, uh, is still going through them and has a doctor appointment today. So, uh, yeah, it, it, there's just so much we don't know yet about the lasting effects on this or how they might pop up. And, you know, I took me about 40 days to get uh, to a negative test. Right. So. Right. Yeah, it took a while. Former MLB catcher Ray Fossey, who was famously, probably most famous for getting bowled over by Pete Rose at the 1970 All-Star Game, passed away yesterday after a 16-year battle with cancer. He was 74 years old. Uh, you know, a lot of things gets said about Pete Rose barreling over Fossey about how, you know, hard he plays, etc., etc. But don't forget that the 23-year-old catcher then, by the way, coming off a huge season with the Cleveland Indians, was never the same. His shoulder injury, uh, he injured his shoulder in the collision with Pete Rose, and it was at the All-Star Game, and his career was never the same. Now, he still had a 12-year career. He did win two World Series titles, but he never put up numbers quite as good as the year that he had the All-Star Game when he was 23. He also was a broadcaster for the Oakland A's starting in 1986 and worked all the way through part of this season before uh, losing his battle to cancer. So rest in peace to Ray Fossey. Also played for the Oakland A's, the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Brewers as well in his career. Jamie Lee Curtis paid tribute to her late mother, Janet Lee, by dressing up as her iconic psycho character at the Halloween Kills premiere. The 62-year-old actress wore a buttoned-up blue dress, short blonde wig, and accessorized with a bloody shower curtain, Big J. She's having fun. Yeah. Honoring her mother in all her glory. And then she said meant gory. Get it? It's a Halloween joke, mm-hmm. Big J. Ha, ha, ha. But they had fun, apparently, at the premiere for Halloween Kills. The uh, movie is getting, so far, good reviews, much like the first one did in this particular reboot of the franchise. So it'll uh, premiere on uh, in theaters this Friday, but it also is available for you to stream on Peacock. If you are a subscriber, you don't have to go to the theater to check it out, unless you, of course, want to. So there's that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we've got tickets for you as The Who, all the way from Mongolia, coming to town. Going to be playing at the Rev Center on the 21st. That's next Thursday, friends. We'll get you set up with these tickets. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Sure, you're not going to miss, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing, awesome, unique, and sweet. And yes, it's one week from tonight. So... If you want to go, now would be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. You must defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim this very important, very exclusive prize. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready. Dust yourself off. Let's go. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Based on the 1972 novel by David Morrell, the film First Blood starred what actor as John J. Rambo? John Claude Van Damme. Wrong. That clearly. He did that on purpose. Just threw away tickets for no reason. Not everybody knows this. Hello, the X. I mean, I think Hello? you assume that it's uh, ingrained in people, but if you're young, you probably haven't even heard of this movie. Hello, the X. That didn't sound very hey, good. Hey, based on the 1972 novel by David Morrell, the film First Blood starred what actor as John Claude John John J. Rambo? Sorry. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Uh, that is correct. Right. The guy's wrong answer got into my head. Big J, uh, which <laughs> movie based on a Stephen King novel was a huge hit in the 70s and then remade for the big screen in 2013 and became a hit on its own by writer director Kimberly Pierce? 
Uh, let's go with it. It. Wrong. Incorrect. Pet cemetery? Pet cemetery. Wrong. No. What if I said it had a female lead? Oh boy. Yeah, I don't. I'm but you, you even referenced this movie just the other day. Doctor uh, Sleep. Pig's Blood. Pig. Oh, Misery. What? Wrong. Pig's Blood. Jesus God. No. Uh, the answer is Carrie. Right. Remember how they dumped Pig's Blood on her? Oh before? yeah. Uh, which is what I thought you were referencing. What were you referencing I'm, when you said pig's blood? Just in general. <laughs> it's something you think about often? You got lucky. Weird. <laughs> Connecting those things. Uh, congratulations, man. You got yourself the Who tickets. You're going to check them out at the Rev Center next Thursday, the 21st. Hang on one second, brother. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're set and good to go. So how many movies has he had read remade now? Uh, well, I mean, from, listen, there's technically The Shining has been done a couple times. The Stand has yeah. been done a couple of times. It has been done twice. Uh, they made a sequel to it. You mentioned Pet Cemetery. You mentioned, what was the first one that you said that was wrong? It, I was, it was the first it one. It was yeah. the first one. And then, yeah, you mentioned Pet Cemetery. Uh, I don't think they've done Cujo twice, but pretty much everything else has time. gotten. Well, you mentioned that. It's time. Let's do it. A couple Cujo. of swings at it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your headlines. Those are next on the x Rock. Here's the facts. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about all the time on the X? It's right there for you at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Will this it up? Does this work? Or bad dog? Uh, does this work? There's an anti-cocaine spray, Big J. And it is being used in the police by the UK to stop people from snorting lines in bars. And it's been criticized as a gimmick by drug safety experts. The, say, the spray is called Block It. And it supposedly coats surfaces such as bars, toilet uh, kind of containers, pool tables, and baby changing tables with an invisible film that ruins cocaine powder when people attempt to rack up lines. Officers from the UK are using the spray in about 24 pubs in a city called Darlington, which is in northeast England, where drug sniffer dogs found evidence of cocaine, one of the most prevalent drugs in Britain being used in venues. The makers of the spray said it's being used in about 600 licensed premises across the country. It's also been used on surfaces in cinemas, colleges, and libraries, and they claim that it has dramatically reduced drug use in problem bars. So there's that. I guess. Wow. I didn't know it was such a ridiculous thing. Like, you know, you want to do a couple lines in the library? Is that a thing? Get yeah. super high on coke and then read a bunch of books? Some people do it, or I guess. Or go see a movie in the movie theater. But okay. Yeah, I've never heard that. Like, man, Coke makes a movie so much better. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it's very weird. Like, you know, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I was super high on Coke. So that could have been a real factor as to why I like the movie so much. Willis it up or bad dog? Bad dog. A Texas couple catching a flight to Las Vegas found an unexpected stowaway in their luggage. Their pet chihuahua, Big J. Jared and Christy Owens checked into their Southwest Airlines flight and were told that their check bag was over the maximum weight. So they opened up the suitcase to remove some items and were shocked to discover their dog, Icky, inside. Icky, no! The couple admitted they were in such a rush to pack up they had to leave for the airport, they didn't even realize the little dog had crawled inside the luggage. Lucky for them, a Southwest employee offered to watch them for free so they could catch their flight. That's a lot of trust, by the way. 
short while later, a family member came to the airport to take him home, so then there's that. I thought maybe that they, they instantly turned the Southwest person into a dog sitter. And I'd be like, that's weird. But also, thank God their luggage was overweight, right? Or that dog was dead, right? Yeah, well, I mean, probably. I mean, inside the bag and then getting chucked around. Poor I buddy. mean, game over poor for buddy. poor Icky. But luckily, everything worked out now, okay. Now he's able to return to doing the Icky shuffle. Rare Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl joke. Right here on the morning after. Wrap it up with Willis It Up. A town in Tennessee can be yours for just $725,000, Big J. The tiny town of Water Valley in Maury County, Tennessee, includes a creekside home that was built in the year 1900, four general stores, and a barn. Two of the buildings included on the sale have updated wiring and plumbing, so you don't have to pee outside. That's a plus. And then the listing suggests a town could be used as a whole bed and breakfast, so it could be a moneymaker as well. You ever have this dream of owning your own town? Like Bruce Willis or this tiny town in Tennessee? Uh, no. No, I've never... I never I've really never got that either. Really, I mean, it was a joke enough to have a sitcom about it. Yeah, it's true. Called Shit's Creek. Yep, it is true. And uh, it ended up doing pretty good. But I don't think it, like, turned out so well for them in the actual show. They were only there because they were just completely broke. Yes. So that's also... And the town was bought as a joke, right. which I think any town being bought is, is a joke. Yeah, you have to have a pretty big ego, I think, to purchase your own town. And a pocketbook. Yeah, and a lot of money, you're right. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J, honor and privilege to welcome onto the show somebody that truly knows what they're talking about. We're talking about Dr. Nicholas Kuntz from the Idaho Urologic Institute. Doctor, thanks for joining us this morning. We're, we're talking about something that is not always a fun subject to talk about, which is vasectomies, but that is your area of expertise. You've been doing this stuff for a while. You hear us talking about it a little bit on the radio, but I'm also guessing that it's not something that people come across lightly, right? There's a lot of consideration that needs to be weighed to see if this is right for them, correct? Yeah, definitely. This is a, a permanent uh, form of birth control. So um, we do do vasectomy reversals. Those are common, but it's they're not universally successful, and it's an additional operation. So it's is definitely a decision you and your you and your partner want to make uh, carefully, and um, and with the understanding that it, that it's permanent for all intensive purposes. Yeah, and uh, also you know that the, the cost and uh, in the I guess the risk is a lot less than uh, the female tubal uh, ligation, right? Correct. There's there's just no comparison in terms of financial cost, but uh, but the, the actual risk to the individual. Um, this is a quick outpatient procedure through very small incisions versus uh, something done in the operating room under general anesthetic um, in the abdominal cavity. So um, it's it's significantly less risky. Uh, for the male counterpart to undergo this procedure, for sure. Of course, one of the, I'm sure, questions that you field on a fairly regular basis over there at IUI is, what's the recovery like? So if somebody comes in and does go through a vasectomy, what, what's it usually take for them to get back on their feet, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a range. Um, you know, there are most, in most cases, two to three days uh, or, or resting over the weekend. Most people are back to work uh, on that following Monday. Um, certainly, there are some prolonged recoveries where even at a week, you're still having some soreness when walking and with certain activity. Um, but there are certainly some tips and tricks to ensure that your recovery is is, um, is rapid and speedy and you're, 
back to doing the things that you like in a timely fashion. Uh, awesome, man. And, you know, has, has technology helped make this procedure uh, safer and faster, or, or has it not evolved that quickly, as one might expect? Yeah, yeah uh, I think that the techniques that are used now have been uh, in practice for many decades, at least since I've been in training. Um, it's just a fairly straightforward procedure from a technical aspect. It certainly is an open-heart surgery or brain surgery. Um, and so there's some variation between provider to provider, but by and large, uh, you know, we, we all achieve the same results, which is, you know, making sure that you have one procedure that's, that's nearly 100% effective in, in preventing unwanted pregnancies. Um, with very few complications. I like it. We've talked to you before, Dr. Kuntz, uh, right around Vast Madness time, where March is a really good time yeah. to get to get the vasectomies because it's a, it's a great time to sit on your couch and watch television. But also, hey. it's a fairly popular procedure towards the end of the year. Uh, from a medical standpoint, is there any particular reason for that, or is it just a, a timing thing? Yeah, I think it's a timing thing. And most people with, uh, with medical insurance policies, they've met their deductibles through other things throughout the year. So... Uh, essentially, it's a, it's a cost-free procedure. Um, that's primarily the major reason why people like to stack this up at the end of the year. But also, you know, people are off work for holidays and different types of things, or um, that may be another particular reason. But from a medical standpoint, this can be done with very, very low risk at any time of the year. Love it. So uh, you want to get your appointments in as quickly as you can because they do fill up here pretty quickly towards the end of the year just because of the things that the good doctor was talking about. If you want to spend time with Dr. Kuntz or any one of the medical professionals over there at IUI, doctor, what's a great number for them to get a hold of and maybe start the the actual you know procedure of you know maybe answering some questions or, or getting in with somebody so that they can get started? Yeah, so six. Three nine forty nine hundred. Uh, that'll get you to someone in our front office. And uh, if you mentioned that you heard the promotion uh, over the radio today, we have a, a special recovery package that we can provide you with after the procedure, just to help you. Uh, get back to doing the things that you like to do. And well, we always appreciate the time, Doctor. We know you're a busy man. Thank you for clearing out some time on your schedule to talk to us about this stuff. We know it's important. So thank you for what you do. Very good. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Doc. This morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, I've got a nice morning after prize package here for you as well. A uh, nice meal deal from our friends at Papa Murphy's. A large pepperoni pizza will get you uh, some cheese bread. Let's throw in there some dessert with some cookie dough and a two-liter bottle of soda you're choosing. We'll throw in here a pair of tickets to The Who as well. Next Thursday at the Rev Center. Going to be a hell of a show. You don't want to miss out. Just figure out bad impressions, and it's all yours. All of this could be yours. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions, which works thusly. Big J has got a celebrity on his mind. He's written three clues about that celebrity. Figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less. You've got a concert and dinner coming your way on us. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello, this is Bryce. How are you? We're good, Bryce. Congratulations on getting through. You are caller number X, or if that is a number, I'm pretty sure it's a letter, but you have a chance to win. Good luck. We got a, a fictional character here, okay? <laughs> generally, at, generally at night, I wear a suit when I go out on the rooftops. Okay, next. By day, I have a butler. One more. Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, and now Robert Pattinson have all played me on the big screen. 
Batman. It is Batman. Good job, Bryce. Hang I'm on one Batman. second. We'll uh, put together those uh, Who tickets for you as well as the Papa Murphy's coming your way. Please hold on. Uh, why is Batman in the news? Uh, well, uh, I just want everybody to remember DC Fandom is happening Saturday, and this is very exciting. Matt Reeves, he's the uh, director of the Batman <laughs> posted a teaser and it's the bat signal and it says it's not just a signal it's a warning oh which is pretty badass if you ask me so uh this uh this dc fandom is gonna happen on uh, like i said saturday it kicks off i believe at noon and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be about four hours long so it's gonna cover obviously there'll be some new information about the batman as well as a whole bunch of other uh, DC uh, comic things. Yeah, like, I mean, if you look at the guest lineup, it's insane. I yeah, mean, they haven't put out the schedule when everything's going to happen. They should maybe do that tomorrow. We'll see how that rolls out. But, but I mean, like, you know, Dwayne Johnson's going to be there talking about Black Adam. James mm-hmm. Gunn's going to be there talking about Peacemaker. Uh, you've got Batman stuff on the horizon. Figure out in the new Superman things. Who knows what's going to happen at Fandom. So, should be fairly, fairly interesting. And it's all free. It's free, right? Online? Free? Yeah, free online. Beautiful. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That is Seether, that is Wasteland, and that is wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J for this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Got a nerd alert this morning. Reminded you that there is a very big difference between thinking about choking out your coworkers and actually doing it, and the latter is certainly not recommended. We also had a chance to give away some Monster Jam tickets and some tickets to The Who. We also announced that The Who coming in for an X session that you'll be able to check out live on the radio or you can stream via YouTube or our Facebook Live on X-Rock Boise's Facebook page. So check it out for yourself. Like the page and make sure you're a part of the X session that's going to take place in about a week from today. That's going to be pretty awesome. It leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, I got uh, I got nothing, man. What the hell? I'm going to make some soup today. Oh yeah. What kind that? of soup? Probably some sort of uh, potato, potato cheese ham concoction. Is that more of a chowder then, or I, what makes a chowder a chowder? I think it's like cream based makes it a chowder of some kind. Yeah, there will be some cream, so I guess it's gonna be a ham uh, potato chowder. There you go. Chowder. Ham potato and cheese chowder. Chowder. What kind of veggies you throw in there outside yeah, of potatoes? Yeah, carrots. Okay. Uh, maybe some uh, broccoli. All right. We're getting <laughs> broccoli. Get into a stew kind of category what you, almost. What do you mean? Broccoli? I don't think I've ever seen sure. broccoli in a soup. You ever heard of broccoli cheese soup? Oh, I guess I take it Come back. On. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I take it all back. You're 100% correct. Uh, well, either way, enjoy it. And hopefully your family does as well. Otherwise, you'll be eating a lot of soup, my friend. I don't mind. You like the soup? Well, when it's cold outside, it doesn't. I'll suck, tell you right? what. By tomorrow, tomorrow morning, you'll be able to tell maybe how good the soup was. What does that mean? How much of it's left in my beard? Oh, I see. I thought you meant you were gonna fart here or something. Uh, next set of X Rock brought to you by ICC. I mean, I probably will. <laughs> Stop by their new branch, now open on Ustick in Milwaukee. Become a new member with checking at Idaho Central and get one hundred and fifty dollars plus. Enter for a chance to win a new Can Am Maverick Trail as well. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming in here next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rox.